0: Hello everyone and welcome to Refinery Life Australia. I'm Gary Hoban and I'm the Senior Pastor and Lead Elder at Refinery Life Church Australia on the beautiful Gold Coast. We hope you enjoy this message and you really get a touch from God. Now if you're on the Gold Coast, please come and visit us and join us as we meet together and share the word of our Lord. Currently, due to the coronavirus, we're meeting at 9.30 on Sundays online and the website to look at is www.refinerylife.online.church And for more details, you can log on to our normal website, which is www.refinerylife.org Hey everyone, I'm Gary Hoban and welcome to Refinery Life Australia. This week, we're starting a new series on Sunday nights titled Jesus Christ as Our High Priest. You know, the book of Hebrews isn't the most popular book in the New Testament. And in many respects, it's neglected. The Jewish or Old Testament background that permeates every chapter has probably contributed to its neglect by many pastors and many churches. The book of Hebrews portrays and exalted the concept of Christ, however. And this week, we're talking about Christ, the Apostle and High Priest. The text we're concentrating on is Hebrews 3.6. And it says, But Christ is faithful over God's house as a son, and we are his house. If indeed we hold fast to our confidence and our boasting in our hope. And the scripture reading which we're working through is Hebrews 3, 1-19. to The focal point of Christianity is Jesus Christ. The author of Hebrews encourages the recipients to give consideration to this Jesus. He identifies him as both the Apostle and the High Priest of our profession. Much of the letter emphasizes Jesus Christ as our High Priest. Chapter 3 stresses the apostleship of our Lord. And the word for Apostle in the New Testament means one sent forth with orders. Jesus Christ was sent from the Father with orders to secure salvation for lost humankind. This chapter depicts Jesus as the great apostle who was eventually rejected in unbelief. That's verse 312. Take note of this apostle. What are the characteristics of the apostle? What are the characteristics of Jesus? Hebrews 3, 2-6 says, starting in verse 2, Who to testify to the things that were to be spoken later. But Christ is faithful over God's house as a son, and we are his house, if indeed we hold fast to our confidence and our boasting in our hope. Four characteristics are given in this chapter regarding the apostle of God that set him apart from all the other apostles. First one was faithful to the Father in verse 3-2. Jesus was faithful to the Father who had designated him as the Apostle. Even though the Son is a member of the Godhead, his ministry is still under the direction of the Father. He had a responsibility to follow divine orders. This he did, even as Moses did. Secondly, he was more worthy than Moses. Verse three three, The author of Hebrews is aware that the great loyalty that the readers had to Moses. He maintains that the subject of the new covenant, Jesus Christ, is worthy of more honor than Moses. He implies that Christ, not Moses, is the builder of the house. The third thing was his creator of all. Verse 3-4. The writer expands the building concept as applied to the apostle to include all things. An outstanding biblical fact about Jesus Christ is his creative activity, as declared in John 1.3. It says, all things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And Colossians 1.16, for by him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. Over his house, the fourth thing, was verse 3, 5 to 6. And in a discussion about the assembly of God's people, his house, Moses was said to be faithful in his house, while Christ was faithful over his house. There's a subtle difference there. These simple differences indicate the responsible positions that were held respectively by Moses and our Lord. So, what were the challenges of the apostle? Hebrews 3 7 to 14 tells us. Let's read it. it talks about a rest for the people of God. Verse 7 Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness. Verse 9 Were your fathers put me to the test? Sorry, where your fathers put me to the test and saw my works for 40 years. Therefore, I was provoked with that generation and said, they always go astray in their heart and they have not known my ways. Verse 11, as I swore my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Take care, brothers, lest there be any of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. Verse 13, But exhort one another, and every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Verse 14. For we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. As the great apostle of our faith, Jesus places several specific challenges before those who choose to follow him. And these challenges summarise his basic appeal to the church. The challenge to obedience was the first one in verse 3, 7-11. The example of the wilderness disobedience was never far from the minds of those who knew of God's dealings with Israel. Repeatedly, the appeal was made to avoid another day of temptation in the wilderness. The readers are again reminded of God's anger as he dealt with the Israelites. And his consequential judgment when he said, So I swear in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. One of the apostles' specific challenges is to obey God. Then there was a challenge to believe to belief. And that was in verse 312. It says, An attempt is made to remove all unbelief from the minds of God's people. And this unbelief causes us to depart from the living God. The implied teaching is that belief attracts us to the living God. There was a challenge to exhortation in verse 3.13. The Apostle's message emphasizes the value of Christian fellowship. The body of Christ should encourage individual members to grow spiritually. This support must be maintained daily. It will help members to resist becoming involved in sin. And the fourth challenge was the challenge to steadfastness in verse 1314. Sorry, 3 14. Christ is the picture of steadfastness, the symbol of security. And as we live our lives in confidence and consistency, we actually emanate a major factor of Christ's character. And you know, the condemnation of the apostle was the next thing in Hebrews 3 15 to 18. As it is said, verse 15, Today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. For who were those who heard and yet rebelled? Was it not all of those who left Egypt led by Moses? And with whom was he provoked for forty years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest? but to those who were disobedient. The one sent to speak for God is portrayed as likening the present generation to the wayward children of Israel. Hardness of heart, verse three fifteen. talks about God's warning his people of the danger of hardening their hearts to his ways. There's provocation of heart in verse, verses 3, 15 and 16. And when people harden their hearts against God, They provoke God, causing him to become angry with them. There's grief of heart in verse 317. God's anger always causes him to be grieved with his creation. He is hurt when people disobey his commands. After all, God always desires the very best for his creatures. In verse 318, there's condemnation of heart. Those who harden their hearts and reject God's way are condemned by their own actions. God is grieved at their unbelief and declares that they shall not enter his rest. As we finish up, the conclusion here is in Hebrews 3.19. It says, So we see that they were unable to enter because of unbelief. The fact that unbelievers are not able to enter God's rest is not God's fault. The weight of the whole matter is not on the loving, uncompromising ministry of the Apostle, but on the unbelief of sinners. I challenge you today, where do you sit? And until next time, stay in the blessings. I really want to encourage you to be diligent with your Bible study time, because God has so much more for us than we can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the Word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways, because God is a Redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for Him, and He can make you whole, spirit, soul, and body. You're important to God, and you're also important to us at Refinery Life Australia. When it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal His promises to you. So whatever you're concerned about and you need prayer for, we want to be here for you. Or even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us at www.Refinerylife.org. Remember, 2020 is a year for clarity.